All right. Um, let's see. I've I woke up early this morning because I stayed out super late, and I've been playing that. Uh, I'm playing that Elden Ring. Oh, you're on. Are you oh, on the computer? Are you yeah, on, on, on computer? Okay, sure. so I'd heard that Elden Ring was buggy on computer, so I hadn't gotten it yet. Um, should I should I get it or, or yeah, what? Yeah, you should get it because it's not awful. It's not even close to unplayable. It's not like it's Cyberpunk just, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The thing about it in a game where the 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 get good factor is like what people want to be is like frame perfect as possible. Oh no. Um. But that's that might like, that might prevent me from getting it. Then. No, but that's like a thing. Have you played those Souls games before? Not really. No, that's All not right. my style. Well, this is the most approachable one. Like okay. this is okay. So I'll back up. So uh, the game has on PC has like frame rate issues that like the the developer from software knows about, and they're trying to they're Patch like we're patching it. But you just it's really annoying where you have like the enemy design is like you have just a couple frames to like do something and mm -hmm. then you it's about patience so if it's like the game is fighting you on that like that's not optimal but it's it's been rare that that's ever had that's happened to me in combat so mm -hmm. it's fine um you should get that game because the best way i can describe it it's like playing zelda on the nes again to where you if you don't spoil it on the internet like you're like oh where should i go like the game's not telling me what to do and like the game but the game is so jam-packed with just like go in a direction and you will find, you'll find some stuff you'll find a thing that's very interesting um so it's that kind of thing it's like playing it's like playing a game that has like a silent it's like running a dungeons and dragons campaign with a silent dm that like uh -huh. wants you to have fun but it's not going to hold your hand and also wants to kill you really badly. Yeah, wasn't it like, wasn't that game like at least written by George R. R. Martin or something like that? So like, like plotted or something? the thing is, he... What he should be writing like the next, uh, <laughs> the next uh, Game of Thrones book. He's doing video games and stuff. He's getting his, he's getting paid. I'm not, it's I'm not, not hating. It's not that complex. I'm not hating. All he did was, uh, he did the, um, the world building. Uh -huh. And said, okay, here's your world. Here's like the the framework of a story. And then from software just took it from there. Okay. Um, so it's really like that's a very like interesting dynamic though, even though I'd say like George R. R. Martin's like hand in that game is it's not even a hand, it's like a pinky. Like it's extremely light. Yeah. But it's very interesting to see like Japanese like culture, like Japanese developers do Western style like sword and sorcery fantasy uh -huh. with like their own like cultural spin on it because it's very much like it's like it's Zelda again like I compare it to like Breath of the Wild it's very it's like oh not even Zelda it's like if Tolkien collaborated with a Japanese horror filmmaker because like the or like Spirited Away. Mm -hmm. Like Miyazaki, that would be a good, that'd be a good. So if like Tolkien and Miyazaki did a thing, so it's like, it's like we're gonna have swords and sorcery and 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 big spells and big axes and stuff like that, and then also like the enemies are like these Japanese horror kind of cosmic, like just creatures that are just like you just don't see in Western media. But like if you want, if you're interested in any kind of like Japanese. Mm -hmm. like horror stuff like you'll see it and it's like very like oh that's freaky that's weird you're just like you just kind of stop and look at things like man it's it's really freaky mm -hmm. um but i'm I, I haven't had this much fun in like a video game to where it's like i'm not trying to rush through it i'm just like oh play for an hour play for 20 minutes find a thing like it's just a really you gonna stream it at all i might um i don't know I don't know. Everybody's streaming it. And that game that's, is like not like a no, I won't stream that because that's not a good game to like interact with people on. Like you have to be sick with it. Like you have to be super nice. And like I gave an example, like for all the turbo nerds, like uh Val streams it a lot. And like even he has to be like he's he's nice at the game and then like he's obviously nice in the mic. But, and but he has to be like, hold on, I have to concentrate. Not as nice as us. Yeah, no, no, of course not. But he has to be like, I have to concentrate. I can't talk. I can't interact with chat right now. Uh -huh. I can't talk about the thing I want to talk about. So he has to like stop. And it, it, it's a game that like I bounced off the old Dark Souls games like real hard because I was like, what is this? It's not even like 
difficult. It was just like annoying. Like you die and then have to like run all the way back. Go get all your stuff. Yeah. So it's like annoying. But like this is the same difficulty curve, but they've taken like a lot of the annoyingness out of it. To where like, oh, I don't want to fight this. I can just run away. Mm-hmm. Or it's just like, oh, I died. Okay, not that big a deal. I can actually just like, there's not like a huge walk of shame like back to where I died to collect my stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a lot of like quality of life things that are just way better. <laughs> so I am in fact not maidenless. And this is definitely like the best game I've played in ever. I can't, I wow. can't remember being like engrossed by something this much. Okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. If you're, I mean, I say this is like, if you like need your handheld, and I don't say this as a pejorative, but I don't know how else to say it. Like, if you, it need, makes me feel better. Okay, if you need like Sky, if you're like, oh, I want to play Skyrim, and I need it to tell me exactly where to go and what to do. There's um, always the internet. Then like, it's not the game for you. Mm-hmm. It's not like an Ubisoft game where it's just like. The game is constantly just like yelling at you to go do things. Oh, it'll annoy you into like doing the story mode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can just this game's just like go, just do what do what you want to do, and yeah. like there's no wrong way to do things, and you'll figure it out on your own. Like, like if, actually, open world. Yeah, if like if you want to bash your head against this guy who will two shot you for eight hours, like go for it. You have a chance to kill him if you're good enough. You can kill him at level one. But right. like, if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you can, can just go level. Up. Like, yeah, you can just go grind forever and then over level the game, and that's a viable strategy. Like, that's that's no more viable or like get goodish because you've just traded your time. Like, you've earned the right to like run through the game at that point if you want to play for like two hundred hours and and just over level everything. But if you just want to be like, I'm good enough to where like I can be level one and I can take half hour to beat a boss mm-hmm. and just never get hit by him and just chip him down and take two hours. Go to for it. it, bro. <laughs> like that's that's on you. Like you 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 can tell. There's no like, hey, like you you're not. You, you, what you're, are you doing? You're Why not equipped to be in this zone. Like yeah. you can't do that. Like there's none of that. That's good. It's so good. Uh, um, the only game I've been really playing, I've been playing Rocket League actually a little bit, so which is too. fun. Uh, like it's just car soccer it's awesome so good I, I like i like that game a lot i'm not i played it for a couple hours last night with a buddy of mine but you should probably maybe we can get it like a like a, a game roll have something. you ever yeah have you ever seen that game played at like high level no These kids are just like i'm terrible at it but it's i'm it's terrible so at it but it's fun you know uh street fighter 5 has a new patch coming out like really? I thought you patch. said it was done. I know. I thought it was done, too. But Capcom's like, well, hold up. We're not done. Which makes me think that Street Fighter Six isn't really going to come out for, like, years now. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, man, they're, like, really promoting this last patch. They say it's the last one, but they're like, adding a bunch of stuff they didn't add before. And I'm like, it just makes me think that, like, Street Fighter Six is going to take a while. Which is fine. I don't care. Like, I like mm-hmm. Street Fighter Five. It's a good, It's a good boomer fighting game. It's a good pop-pop fighting game. Like, I feel like my eyes aren't going to, like bleed like from a broken million hit combo in like Dragon Ball Z or <laughs> Marvel which like I, I've been watching I've been playing Fightcade a lot uh-huh. which is um, Fightcade is like an emulator I told you about it it's an emulator that like yeah I just haven't installed it games. yet yeah but I've been wa- not even playing I've been watching people play like X-Men versus Street Fighter at like high levels like people have been playing the game you know they make you not want to play no, I mean, but the, actually, the game rank actually Fightcade's really good about ranking you. So, like the times that I've played, like I've been matched up with people, like but the at my skill level, but these people are just ridiculous. Like mm. they've been playing, you know, they've been playing this one game for like twenty years, and it's just like pulling off broken like infinite 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 combos, like sixty seventy hit combos, and I'm like, what on? earth like you mm-hmm. know even the designers didn't like the developers didn't play in the game to be this broken yeah There's no way i have a i have a good story for you though i, yeah, go ahead. I met somebody that you know last night so Who that? i was at uh i was at a speakeasy slash pool bar in the french quarter oh yeah i don't want to blow it up so if you know you know and um and we're there, um, wife and I are there, and one of our friends, and there's this guy, because it's always like, it's like a small community of people who are like invited to these things, and it's like, I see this guy, and I'm like, where do I know this guy? Is it Facebook? Is it Twitter? Do I like him? I'm like, I don't know. Is there something? I'm like, 
I see him. He's got like these big glasses and he's got like kind of like a pork pie hat on. And I'm like, he talks really fast. And I'm like, I know in my mind he talks really fast and I don't know where from. And I go to the bar. I get out of the pool and I go to the bar. And he's like talking to the guy who owns the spot. And it's him and his partner. Him and his, I don't know, his girlfriend or wife or whatever. But you know her. But this guy, and I'm thinking in my head, is this Ira Glass? I'm like, no. I'm like, this, this is not. And I'm like kind of buzzed. And it's, I'm like, hey, man, what's your name again? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm Josh. And I'm like, you're super familiar. And I'm like, you're Josh Fox, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Kaylee. Yeah, uh, Kaylee yeah. is who you know. Because yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's like we met in Orlando when I was a Bernie delegate at the platform committee. Like, whatever. And he was like, yeah, I'm doing a film here. I live here now. Like, we, li- we live in the city. And I'm like, oh. That's awesome. We got to get him on. Yeah. As we talked about. So Ka- I, I didn't want to really bother him. I talked to him for a minute. And then I was like, but Kaylee was like, that's why I was like, oh, yeah, I have a podcast, like a leftist podcast, that's radio show. I've and talked to Kaylee like, about having her on, actually. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, because he was like, oh, you know Jeff? And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's our show. So mm-hmm. so may- I think we have soft confirmed Kaylee and Josh Fox. For Hell the show. yeah. We just got it. So I told him I'd bother him on Twitter. Cool. I have Kaylee's number. I call her. Yeah. I but just anyway, thought that was hilarious. That's like, awesome. No, that's they're wild. cool. They're cool. Um, or at least I, I've never met Josh, but I, I, Kaylee's very cool. She was, she used to be plugged in with DSA New Orleans. I've only watched day. half of Gasland. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. That's why she's like, you look familiar to you. Like you in DSA. I'm like, I pay dues. Like, yeah. I wouldn't call myself in DSA, but well, definitely pay dues. Yeah. Uh, I definitely don't want to talk about DSA drama on a show right I now. I don't know any DSA drama. I'm just talking about myself. I'll like, talk about it. I'll talk about it off air. With I don't you, go to there's meetings stuff going on because COVID and all that. You know, like, well, it's national stuff. It's oh, happening. It's all happening on Twitter. That's so. got nothing to do with New Orleans. Whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, well, We're I mean, some 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 New Orleans people are uh, like they're like catching strays, essentially. Oh, really? Yeah, and like. The way it sort of played out, but regardless, it's 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 Whatever, it's, it's wild. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's a, it's the biggest socialist organization in America, and it's got it's not a perfect organization. Let's just put it that not way. At all, it's it's silly Billy sometimes. Anyway, um, regardless of that, um, would you like me to read you a poem? I guess so. Dude. I'm going to read you a poem. I guess we have to comment on the news. That's what we yeah. don't get paid to do. So here. this is a poem that was written by, well, should I tell you who it's written by? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, fine. Don't it's written lead. by Bono and uh, Nancy Pelosi decided to, this is like, like, this is like, like rolling a Yahtzee in lib, right? <laughs> it's like liberal Yahtzee. Um, but Here's an article. It's from uh, The Guardian. Nancy Pelosi marks St. Patrick's Day with poem by, about Ukraine. Um, this is incredible stuff. I just want to say, too, that, like, St. Patrick's Day just passed. Like, my grandparents. Can you were, do anything cool? I, I went to the parade. It was nice. Oh, you went to the one last week? Yeah. Yeah. We, we ended up going. Um, St. Bernard Parade is on um, St. Bernard Parade is on the first, actually. You should come. I, I might go to that. Why yeah, not? We can go hang I, out. I've never been. And I'd like to go to a Mattery parade. And that's not Mattery, but I just think of that that uh, vine or whatever. I never go to Mattery parades. I live in Mattery and I don't go to Mattery parades. It's like an inside joke I have to show you. It's like a, the guy who sells that like basic NOLA, whatever. He sells like t-shirts or something. He made like a, a vine or whatever it is, TikTok, I guess, where it's just like good times dubbed over with like last year when there was no parades. Like the dad's like, it's like, we can go to Metairie parades. It's like, Metairie parades. And she's like, the good times mom is like, Metairie parades aren't that bad. Nah, Metairie parades. Oh, look, <laughs> look, 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 look. They have like a family growth thing where they have like stuff for the kids and that's nice, I guess. But like, like Metairie parades are just like not as fun. You don't have like the cool city like that you're in. I guess you know it's I just can't Metairie. Judge it. I've never been. I'm sh- I'm sure it's lame, but I've, I've been to plenty of Metairie parades. But I was gonna say that like as St. Patrick's Day just passed. St. Bernard parades were cool. All right, no, nah, that'd be cool. No, nah, I bet that is cool. But I was gonna say like I have uh, my grandparents were Mur- uh, Mur- uh, Murphys uh-huh. and. I hate Bono, so I feel like I have more Irish cred. Uh, my Bono, my sure. my grandma is Mahoney, so nice. there you go. 
Um, but anyway, <laughs> if, if you don't hate Bono but now and you're listening, <laughs> prepare to hate Bono. Oh, St. Patrick, he drove out the snakes with his prayers, but that's not all it takes. For the snake symbolizes the evil that rises and hides in your heart as it breaks. It's like a limerick. Like, that's just a limerick, right? And that's not it, though. And the evil has risen, my friends, from the darkness that lives in some men. But in sorrow and fear, that's when saints can appear to drive out those old snakes once again. This is very heavy stuff, isn't it? Like, it's very real. A baby would write this. <laughs> to drive out those old snakes once again. And they struggle for us to be free from the psycho in this human family. Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the Ukraine. And St. Patrick's name is now Zelensky. That's awful, dude. <laughs> That's so awful. Like this like, Zelensky standing is so awful. It's like it's like jaw droppingly incredible. Like wait, the, we have to do our disclaimer of Vladimir Putin bad. Vladimir Putin is bad. We don't More like. Listen to last week's episode yeah. if you don't like. If you want the full take on all of this stuff, Vladimir invading Putin Ukraine is bad. bad. Yeah, invading Ukraine is bad. Probably the worst actor in all of this stuff. Yeah, we have to. But do our like, disclaimer. this is like. Liberal cringe on a level that I've never seen. I mean, like, literally ignoring the fact that, I, I don't know, man. First off, who says that Bono gets to speak for all of Ireland? <laughs> like, that, I mean, that's weird, right? I mean, it is very, well, it's more of just like, it's not even like an Irish thing. I, I want to, like, I think. If he would have done this in, like, the Irish parliament, like, one, I don't think they would have let him in the building. They would have been like, this is cringe, mate. Like, we're not doing this. Yeah, where were you when we were, like, you know, um, during the chastising, during the trouble, or even, like, chastising Israel's uh, apartheid in Palestine, which the Irish parliament does, like, all the time. Three, all Irish the is time. good. Ireland's good on that. Oh, Ireland rocks, dude. I'm on, I'm gonna move there so bad. But um, <laughs> but it's like it's more of like an American thing. I won't even count it. It's like it's like an American. This is we definitely like like first off, St. Patrick's Day is like the day where like people like us go out drinking and, and like wear sure. green or whatever, right? And like this is like the heavy like the heavy handed like. Wow, look, look at this beautiful slam poetry by Bono being read at a like St. Patrick's Day breakfast with the with literally the speak the leader of the Democrats. It's, it's so awesome. It's like an American thing. It's like an American like trait that we have that we just love to do symbolism when you This have, is the Kente cloth. Yeah, you have no skin in the game. You have no you have no stakes and you're just like I was at a bar yesterday in uh, downtown after work and it's just like we don't sign this like we don't serve white Russians here we don't have white Ukrainian <laughs> freedom fries I was just like this is the most cringe do nothing no nothing and you know and I said at least when our grandparents were like in war like what during World War Two like they rationed gas and tin and like, rubber like there was actually like skin in the game like. We have no, we have no skin in the game here at all, you know. Ex and that's why I think, you know, if unless you like know people in Ukraine, yeah, or yeah. I mean, you know? generally, like, yeah. like the United States, it's like that's why I in, on your Twitter, like we both have been getting into fights with people. It's just like we need to intercede in, in Ukraine right now. It's like you don't know what you're talking about. Like mm -hmm. on a, like you're talking about welcoming the end of the world because mm -hmm. as this guy as this guy Putin gets more desperate he's going to go to the nukes like if mm -hmm. you've listened to his rhetoric lately now he's not even mad at the west he this how you how you know it's getting bad he's not mad at the west he's not even mad at like dissent in Russia he's mad at like russian millionaires who are turning on him like, did you read? Well, oh, because lady? they're getting they're they're actually getting some of their yachts, yeah, like yanked. And they're like, "Hey, bruh, 
what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so have you have you read? Did you read his like fire and fury uh-uh, thing? He's just no. like you sit in Miami and eat. I'm, I'm this is a direct quote. Mm-hmm. You sit in Miami and you eat foie gras and caviar <laughs> yeah, and tell, while our people are. Pre- and I'm just like. This guy's losing it bad, yeah. bro. Because he's not even like mad at people in the street. He's like he's mad at like the real power. Putin in this is country. down bad. Yeah, of of these of these. I, I even hate to use the word oligarchs because it's almost They're gangsters. Yeah, because I don't like to use that word only because I'll just say like millionaires. We got like we ten, got oligarchs like here per, too. Yeah, right. But that's a like we say oligarchs like it's some kind of like the, it's special to Russia. Right. That's you it's got, not. You got what I'm saying. It's a way to like be like oh they're they're uh they're one percent are good mm-hmm. are bad ours are good. Yeah. So we don't have to look at ourselves. Um, but yeah, so there's like a definite, and I'm not saying you can't do things to where it's like you can't do things to to protest or show like solidarity with people. Sure. But when you do it and it has like no, you you don't have any any kind of like risk in doing it. It's just yeah. hollow and meaningless. Like putting putting um putting a Ukraine flag in the bio of your or in the name of your Twitter account doesn't do anything. It putting does a, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, like maybe it could show like like I don't know who that's for, other than like other people who are like, wow, this person like su- supports Ukraine too. Like I don't know, it's supposed to be like some kind of like weird. I hate to use the term virtue signaling, it's but virtue it's, signaling. yeah, it's virtue signaling. It's like it's just being like I'm team this, and 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 if you're not that, then you're team the bad guys. This is like no, I just don't want to be a cringe lord. Yeah, like I just don't. I want definitely pe- don't want to be cringe. I don't want people to die. Like I want, I want, uh, I want Russia to like materially lose this, but I also don't want Putin to feel so isolated as well it's just like well they're coming for me i'll just end the world i'll just nuke everybody yeah but just like to give you an example of something that's performative but then also like has meaning like russia this is from the times of london russian cosmonauts arrive at the iss and colors the uk crane flag russian cosmonauts Wait, like, actually the russian the russian the, the people that were sent to space from yeah, the space space from like from Russia, yeah, like the literal actual representatives of the Russian government or right. the Russian state showed up to the International Space Station wearing the Ukrainian stuff. That does matter more. It matters sure. a lot because yeah. they actually have risk. Yeah, you know, true. I mean, I know they're in space and like the Russian government can't get to them right now. <laughs> Also, it would look very bad. They up there for a minute, but uh, I mean, these guys are representing. Yeah, it's it'd be the equivalent of like, no, not even. I say these guys are more of risk, but if just like if a you know, let's say the Olympics happen and like a wherever, and then like a U.S. athlete takes a, a stance on, I don't know. It's just, it's the equivalent of like. It's not the same because like yeah, the fists. I was gonna say, but mm-hmm. like these guys, I think are more are more in physical danger than like. Well, they're in space, which is a yeah. hostile environment to life. Well, I mean, period. when they get back, but uh-huh. when they get back, but it's yeah. like it's the same thing. You're like, probably safer in space than they would be back. In yeah, absolutely, <laughs> for sure. But you get you get what I'm saying. It's just yeah. like these guys are actually taking a risk. And when you when you read your silly little poem in, in Congress like that, the celebs are at it does again. Nothing. Yeah, let's just all get together and and get Gal Gadot, and we can all sing Imagine. Oh and my that'll god! That'll make that'll make Putin realize the error of his ways. And shut up. Yeah, you are listening to WHIV LP New Orleans one hundred two point three. This is Good Morning Comrade Jeff and Robert in the studio. Uh, Blue Cypress Books. So some support uh, is provided for this station by Blue Cypress Books, a local woman-owned New Orleans bookstore located at 8123 Oak Street. Focused on modern literature, New Orleans writers and subjects, children's books, science fiction and foreign language books since 2008, members of the American Booksellers Association and the Southern Independent Booksellers Association. More information at bluecypressbooks.com. Com. Books, folks. Get them we while love they're books. still legal. Also, oh, actually, there's also another community event happening in Jefferson Parish this weekend. Um, there's the community book fair at the Pontchartrain Center. Oh. Have you ever been to that? I think I've been to the Pontchartrain Center to see Bernie. You that's are. the only time I've been. I've is been, that what that is? That's like across from, it's like right, it's from right, the casino, right? Yeah, right by the casino right. out there. This is like not, this is not underwriting. This is just me talking about yeah. it, but like... Um, 
like I've been, they, they, they like the Friends of the Library in, in Jefferson Parish is actually very, very good. Um, and they put on this, it's, it's kind of like the symphony book sale that they do in like for the Phil, Philharmonic Orchestra in New Orleans. Um, but it's, it's through the, this is through the library and like they have just giant rooms in the Ponce Train Center just filled with books that are dirt, dirt cheap. So like you can go pick up some books for very, very cheap and support the friends of the library. Oh, yeah. what do they do? Just like clearing out the old books? They collect. So what they oh, do is they collect books. Like you can, like you have, I got a ton of old books, some of which I've bought at previous years of this thing. Right. And like I, they have drop boxes at the library and you can just drop them off in there. And like a lot of people do it and they just sell them at this thing. And it's, That's it's cool. really cool. Um, That's I've, pretty dope. Yeah, but the Ponch, last time I went to the Ponch Train Center though was for Joey Janela's spring break. I was gonna say wrestling right? <laughs> yeah. during WrestleMania. Oh no, no, actually I went because the Street Fight guys were in town for this. We went to um, we went to another show that was um, oh god. Um, the big battle, the Kai, Kaiju big battle. Yeah, Kaiju awesome. big battle here. Yeah, oh, we did. WrestleMania weekend. We absolutely did. I remember that. Yeah, was, yeah. We went. I've always wanted to go to Pittsburgh to watch one of those shows. There's, they I came believe, here for WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, it was awesome. I totally remember that and not being able to go, and I can't remember why. But yeah, I like wanted to go, and I was like, dang, why am I missing this? They're like, they've got to be one of the oldest like feds in the U.S. And now. just for people that don't know, what is Kaiju Big Battle? So Kaiju Big Battle is fun. Like if you're not into pro wrestling, that's fine. It's just like a nice weird thing that you can be like, that's weird. So this is the weirdest one. So what they do is they're they're a, a pro wrestling fed that they're based in uh, Pittsburgh, I believe. Mm. And their whole thing is, if you've ever like watched a monster movie, like a Godzilla movie or something like that, um, a Toho movie, their wrestlers are all like giant monsters. And I mean that with like air quotes. So it'll be guys in like costumes. So, like there's a guy who's like Kung Fu chicken noodle and it's just a big can of like chicken noodle soup. Yeah. And... <laughs> And there's like Los Platinos. And Minoru Suzuki's just randomly there. Yeah. <laughs> like Los Platinos are just like two plantains, like two guys in banana suits who like, and they wrestle. And then in the ring, there's all this like paper mache little cities like that they have built up, like cardboard. So that while they're wrestling, they're like stomping on the little city in the ring. And it's like just really wholesome, good entertainment. It's so goofy. It's, it's on awesome. Twitch. Like they 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 they, they, they live stream their shows on Twitch. But they've been around at least fifteen years now, something like that. Like they've got to be one of the oldest, like continuously running feds in the U.S. They yeah. have to be. Yeah. Um, and also um, that weekend, we also they also I went to Joey Janela's Spring Break, like I mentioned earlier. And that was the first time I'd ever seen it was they had a match that was PCO, uh, Pierre Carl Willette, uh, who was like formerly one of the Quebecers. And now he's got this like crazy zombie. He's like a, like 50 something years old and he's okay. still like doing moonsaults and stuff. It's wild. Uh, and him versus Walter. And it was just like you could hear echoing through the terrible acoustics of the Pondry Train Center. Some of these chops on, on both these dudes chest. It Yikes. was it was. Uh, it was like two horses just beating each other up. Yikes. Also, and, and by the way, since we're talking about wrestling, we would be very remiss if we didn't mention the passing of one of my favorite know, dudes dude. of all time, you. Scott Hall, like, Razor Ramon. Legit like, broken up by that. Like, like, I, like I actually cried. Yeah. This, uh, man. I just admitted that on the radio. What a, what like, it, yeah. Poor guy. Like, he had, he'd gotten his life back on track and, and got off all the drugs, but it's just like... He's just done so much damage to his body. And this goes to like... Older. He was the coolest dude ever. Yeah, it's so funny. I, I've... I, I, the, one of the takes, like, after his death, I've seen him, like... Are, like, the media takes have been, like, oh, he was kind of a pioneer for... Uh, fair work rate and, and like fair fair pay and wrestling. I'm like, no, he wasn't. It was a bunch no, of guys, he, like, he out was, to get it. He, he, like, he was got out to get Turner's it. money. Was, I just think it was funny how he's like he's kind of being exalted as like this labor guy. No, he, he totally wasn't. wasn't. I mean, he was one of the guys. He was one of the workers who ran the show, and he ran the show kind of like a boss, yeah. you know. But like he wasn't. Look, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather him have money than Vince oh, McMahon have money. Or or like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like 
it's it's whatever. I but mean, but this they, goes back to like we we definitely had talked about you know wrestling as like is this is this a performance art that we can support because it feels so exploitative and it's just like name something that isn't well i mean at to some degree though like i need to eat i don't need to watch pro wrestling sure um and it's just like there has to be a better way to where i'm not saying it should be a wake-up call but it's just one more it's just one more like weight on the scale of like here's a guy who's like gave his body to this like craft and he and because of how demanding and how exploitative it is, it pushed him to drugs and alcohol, and nobody should have to go through that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just simple things, like I don't know, like the pro wrestling promotions. It'd be okay if they had an off season. I think it would be, especially the WWE product, which is so oversaturated. Like mm-hmm. I could live with them having an off season, and and honestly, they don't even need to have a quote unquote off season they don't need to stop touring or stop just cycle guys just in and cycle out. guys just write them off the show for six months mm-hmm. and pay them like you could even that's have, the thing the pay them well you could even have two different paid like structures mm-hmm. be like look when you're when you're on you're you're you get paid x and when you're off it's almost like being on disability to where you get 70 percent of that mm-hmm. you know so we'll, we'll we're gonna th- to sit home we're gonna to and so you can heal and not go crazy. We're gonna, you know, be with your family for six months or whatever. We're gonna cut your pay by thirty percent. Yeah, like it could be something like that. It's just like I just feel like this isn't this isn't Rome. Like this isn't a gladiator arena. Like these guys shouldn't feel like they have to do drugs and alcohol and like get they their bodies abuse destroyed. steroids <laughs> to just keep working for my dumb entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, uh, the way I kind of look at it, too, is that whether or not I'm watching it, they're still going to do it. So <laughs> I might as well enjoy it. Yeah, but it could be better. Oh, yeah, 100%. We got to get some um, some more. We haven't had a wrestler on for a long you time. You should get all your Chalmette Wildcat buddies. I don't have contacts, really. But uh, if we can get some folks on here. or I mean, we definitely have had conversations uh, with uh, Steve Catanese and with mm-hmm. Diana and, and stuff like that. And... Uh, because one of my friends used to work, she used to actually used to work for Ring of Honor, and she knows a lot of folks, uh, too. Yeah. So. Isn't it crazy? Like, Kaiju Big Battle's still going, and Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor is kaput. Ring of Honor just got bought by AEW. What? Yeah, like two weeks ago. You hadn't heard about what that? What does that mean? No, I actually don't. I don't mess with pro wrestling. I really don't. Uh, so, essentially, so AEW is like a promotion that is um, sort of like the number one competitor for, um, for WWE. Um, they are... The they're essentially like um, run by Tony Khan, who is like the son of the Jaguars owner, right? Yeah. And uh, essentially, Ring of Honor, which is like a pretty high profile independent um, show, uh, like they just bought him up. And 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 one of the things that's sort of been um, at least it feels like at uh, a little bit like the 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 wrestler. The, this is an alternative to WWE that at least like some of the workers in there have more of a, or at least, I mean, definitely always the ones that have the most clout get the most of what they want. But, but there's like less of that sort of like very, very top driven by like Vince McMahon, like kind of storytelling, if you know what I mean, like this very sort of, same thing all the time kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know how much you've been. It just feels very. I watched the last pay-per-view and it was very good. Tell me. Yeah. They actually have blood in their matches, which is like pretty cool. I watched the last pay-per-view and uh, they actually had a a cage match this week where um, spoilers, but like Thunder Rosa versus um, versus um, Britt Baker DMD in a cage match and they like tore each other apart. Like they like literally just like Dang. bleeding and all this other stuff. Aubrey Edwards, the referee, posted a picture so on Twitter because they went thumbtacks. Yeah. And Aubrey Edwards counted the fall in the thumbtacks and tweeted out a picture of her her forearm just like riddled with rash from the thumbtacks. It was wild. I saw that pick with uh, I saw the Aubrey Edwards pick because I follow her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She's so cool. Oh, I just can't. She's just yeah. She's so cool. Aubrey Edwards, I know you're a fan of Good Morning Comrade. Please reach out. Uh, yeah, come on the show. But uh, we love you. Yeah. So, what does that mean? Like, 
when they you say that Ring of Honor got bought up, it's so weird to me because it seems like not that long ago, again, they they were like running cross promotions with like New Japan. It seems like they were they, like New Japan was using them as the gateway to like get into the West, mm-hmm. but it's like now they're just gone. But so is it just like a tape library buyout thing where they're just going to They're run, running a show. I don't gonna, know if it's are like they going to run Ring of Honor. I think they ran a show or at least they're planning on running a show upcoming. I don't know all the details on it, but um I mean, I think that's pretty cool. If it, if nothing else, like hopefully they're buying up some of the guys who, from Ring of Honor who um, so Ring of Honor kind of basically fired everybody a couple of months ago. Right. And essentially, um, some of those guys did, including guys that I don't like, but some other ones that I do, ended up going to uh, this AEW outfit. Um, but... Yeah, yeah, I just I just wonder when you say you know what I definitely mean. they're like buying up like the tape library yeah. and stuff like that. Is it like a WCW buyout or is mm-hmm. it like kind of? Well, there's like no how there, there's UFC no like did Pride. There's no contract to have anymore yeah. because like the guys that were or the guys and gals and non-binary pals that were um, left were all essentially just like given their walking papers when there was wow. a change from it being like a full time thing to an ad hoc thing. Right. So. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's see, that, that probably, honestly, I'd love to know. I don't know how much of it was, like, when WWF bought out WCW. Was it, like, a contractual thing is why, like, the invasion angle got, like, killed? Like, I was always mad that, like, when, when UFC bought Pride, I thought, like, and this is two different things. You're talking, like, yeah. performance art versus actual sport. But, like, when UFC bought Pride, I was so, like, this is going to be awesome. They're going to run Pride in, in Japan and then UFC in the States. Nope. And then we can, like, unify the belts, like, have an actual tournament once a year and, like, unify the belt would be mm-hmm. so sick. We but, bought the red car so we could dismantle it. Well, <laughs> all right, well, I tell you what is Felix Biederman from Chapel Trap House. He made that nice, like, uh, documentary about UFC, about mm-hmm. MMA, which I didn't know. It wasn't even, like, a UFC thing. What happened was... UFC bought Pride, but Pride was run by the literal Yakuza, the yeah. Japanese mafia, and the contracts were so screwed up mm-hmm. that they just was like, just blow this whole thing up. There's nothing we can do with this. Yeah. Like we can't. Like we have to like do deals with the Yakuza to like straighten out these guys' contracts. Or like we had no. So really, UFC, somebody killed. <laughs> UFC got hustled. Yeah. UFC got. Yeah. UFC got. Dude, Pride was so awesome though back in the day. Like this, this ten minute first round of just so like brutal. dudes like killing each other. Like Pride was so much better than the UFC it ever could so be. Wild. It was just hype. It felt like you're watching the MMA Olympics. Yeah. And just like the production level, it had like it, it had like so it had a very nice. wrestling show vibe. Yeah, it really yeah. did have that, a wrestling show vibe. Maybe that's it more than Olympics. Maybe it had a very wrestling show vibe. Yeah, it had it yeah. like it, it had like, figured out the show the showman side of it. The and, vignettes and, were really good. Yeah, you know, to give yeah. like why guys were fighting each other. God, UFC's vignettes are so like terrible. It's so late because they want to be again not to legitimate. Crib off of, yeah, quote unquote legitimate, but not to crib as legitimate off of, as anything that Dana White can put together. <laughs> I was going to say the fighting in the age of loneliness. If you've ever watched it, it it's combines like combat sports and then also politics. So you should mm-hmm. definitely, it's free on YouTube. You should definitely watch it. I might even just put it in the background today. Yeah. I clean my house. I've, I've probably watched it six times. Like it's so mm-hmm. good. But the idea was like why UFC just feels so lame is because uh, they only have two modes. They have one mode of just like fake drama to where it's just like we're just gonna have guys yell at each other in the pressers and you can just tell us it's so fake um or their other mode is we want to be hyper like quote unquote legitimate like it never was not legitimate Mm -hmm. but they want to be so everything gets watered down and it's like we want to be like the nfl so everything gets watered down and just like um Unified, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's why they went to uniforms for some reason instead of just having. Yeah, if you ever seen like a UFC fight, they have uniforms. I haven't watched it in a while. It's awful. It's- they're made by Reebok. They mm-hmm. look so bad. And then the thing, they, they're like the worst like fighting game DLC you've ever seen. They're just like these like leotards, Gross. and they look so bad. They wear them in the ring. Yeah. They're uniforms with like they're like the so you don't have like somebody who's got like tap out and everything all over. That's them what anymore. I'm saying. So there's not a guy with like Condom Depot like oh, on the back of the on. shorts anymore. And the reason and so now 
you've cut out like they can't literally sell their bodies anymore. Well, you've cut out a way that like these middling fighters, like these guys they that can like money. can make money, and it's so disgusting. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's Jake Paul was right. Like UFC is trash. Yeah, you were listening to WHIV LP New Orleans one hundred two point three. This is Good Morning Comrade. Uh, funding Seed. So support for WHIV FM is provided by Funding Seed, a New Orleans-based woman-owned company that helps nonprofit organizations learn how to raise money with a special focus on working with small nonprofits and people who are new to fundraising. Services include customized fundraising, coaching, cohort learning programs, and virtual workshops. This month's workshop, Engaging Board Members in Fundraising, takes place on Thursday, March 31st. Learn more information at FundingSeed.com. So, yeah. This ain't your daddy's fundraising. (laughs) It's your mom's fundraising, apparently. Awesome. Um, But cool. Uh, Anyway, uh, Jake Paul, man. Like, is he still fighting? Is he still doing the thing? he's a boxer. That's wild. He's not bad. He's good. I have respect for that. Like... He he got he put this lose as we were saying before he kind of put some skin in the game right yeah absolutely well it's also I won't put him on after I just like was like oh I got respect for him and all that I mean it's obviously a stunt no I wouldn't it's not a stunt it's it's you think he's committed to fighting yeah he's committed as anybody anybody could be the thing is what he I think what the lead that gets buried is it's like. Well, we talk about like leftist theory, and I, I probably say it all. I say it all the time. Is like Maslow's hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. to where when a human being like has their material needs met, and I don't mean you need to have like a zillion dollars like Jake Paul does, but like when a human being has their material needs yet, they can find like self actualization actualization and right. fulfillment. They can do so, whatever you want. Yeah. So when you can just turn like you know turn on a dime and be like, you know what, I've always wanted to try this. And you can just like devote yourself to it. You don't mm-hmm. know how far you can go. Yeah, you don't know. And because, so, like, because even if you take a L, it's almost like the thing. So just to kind of circle back to yeah. wrestling a little bit, like if you remember, um, for a long time, Shane McMahon used to have like all these crazy spots in wrestling. Like he would jump off the top of a cage, like into a into a uh, table or something like that, yeah, and, yeah. and like kill himself. And part of the reason that he was able to do that is because he was the son of Vince McMahon, who was literally the owner. So if he like ends his own career or seriously injures himself he's gonna be fine financially yeah <laughs> similar I mean, sort of thing yeah but i mean you don't even have to think on that level so if if like the infinite money glitch can can put jake paul at a level of like a competitive successful professional fighter in a couple years of just like aggressive training and dedication yeah think if like think of the human advance that we could have if like human beings didn't have to worry about food, shelter, clothing, yeah, healthcare. Totally. Think of like the advancement to society. That's what I always say is like if, when you take those things away and people don't have to worry about them and they can actually be like, well, what do I want? Like, what do I want my life to be? Mm-hmm. Then like anything's possible. Like mm-hmm. any, literally anything's possible. Yeah, totally. And uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know what else to add on to there. It's, I mean, totally by, right. I, I try to have this argument with people all the time. I just like, by advocating for ca- for like defending capitalism and advocating for f- a false scarcity when there doesn't need to be scarcity, you're actually just like limiting human growth, evolution, and not biological evolution, but just like societal evolution, and you're you're limiting humans' potential as a species. Mm-hmm. You need to unshackle people from material want. You can all you have to be you have to be free from. What was it Eisenhower? It was some president that was smart. It was like I can't remember. No, you're talking Eisenhower. about the four freedoms. Yes, that's that's FDR. FDR. Oh. So Harvey K would be Eisenhower. so disappointed in you. Eisenhower. I got war, I got war on the brain. That's why. <laughs> right. I'm in war. Uh, but no, uh, we've talked about this with uh, with uh, Harvey K. I can refer you to those episodes. Please. Um, about the four freedoms: uh, the free, freedom from uh, fear, freedom from want, freedom from um, hunger, like a job. Like I, 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 you know, I can't think of them like all. I'm not. I'm not as you know great with coming up with these things on the, on the fly as, or, or remembering these things on the fly. But yeah, definitely, this is something that uh, has been covered at the at like 
And this is a U.S. president saying that people should have freedom from want. Yes. You know, freedom from fear. Like, can you imagine Joe Biden saying that? No. Joe Biden's like, I need freedom from not getting some tax breaks, Jack. But the only way to, like, get people to the well, because it just doesn't suit it doesn't suit capital because Mm -hmm. you just have to have false scarcity. You have to have people the threat of, you know, being homeless and starving to to turn a profit mm-hmm. because if if you take away the profit motive then these people can't make they can't make their zillions of dollars mm-hmm. but um when you do unshackle people from that and they can you know just i don't even want to say dream like you can't you don't think about like you've got to like people have to get out of their head of just like well you just want to live in a utopia to where like people don't have to work or whatever and it's also, like, no, why would that be bad? It wouldn't be bad, <laughs> but I don't even want to have that argument with those type of people. Uh-huh. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, we got a couple minutes left in the show. Mm-hmm. We got, like, 50. I guess I'm trying to arm you for, like, Thanksgiving conversations. Like, don't even try to be like, oh, we should better society because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. My, my argument is you have to, like, better society because it actually benefits you. Yeah. You're going to be the one, the, the, the person who, because... I hate this to be like Jeff Bezos, but like, okay, so Jeff Bezos, <laughs> but like everybody's like, oh, a titan of industry. He came up with Amazon and now we have two day shipping and it's, it's wonderful. Well, yeah, he was able to do that because he wasn't worried about like where his next meal was going to come from. Mm-hmm. Or if it failed, if it failed, he wasn't going to be homeless. Right. So, and only the capital class had the ability to do these things. Right. So think about the people, the people that we can unshackle from, you know, the, the shackles of want and need and then as just Joe Sixpack you know is going to be the benefit because mm-hmm. what those people come up with is going to change society in such a way that we're all going to benefit mm-hmm. we're actually like by by again by having scarcity where there doesn't need to be you're hurting we're hurting ourselves mm-hmm. we're hurting society and like um, that sort of flowed into culture too so the four freedoms were freedom of speech freedom of worship Freedom from want, freedom from fear, which, like, those are four things that are um, not art. Like, they're even in, like, the Bill of Rights and stuff like that. Those things are articulated, but, like, super qualified, mm-hmm. like, asterisks and everything like that. Like that, well, the speech one and the worship one, at least. Um, freedom for want never, ever appears in any official U.S. documents, like, other than, like, the general welfare clause in the, in the, the um, preamble to the Constitution, which, is like, isn't, it, it's very, very vague. And then, like, the idea of freedom from fear is, like, I mean, when I think about that, it's, like, I can go to my job, I can do it the, the best way that I know how, and not fear to get fired, right? Right. I can live. It, well, obviously, there's like the existential or the like, like, like the international like fear of being invaded by like you know Ukraine or whatever, or by Russia living in Ukraine or whatever. But like, that's something that um, obviously you should be you know the fear that you should be free from. But like, like that should be not just that, not just like fear, freedom from fear for your life, but like freedom from fear to do what you what you can do especially like especially again if you work at a job like you know how to do that job and like bosses these like especially now i mean they manage you to the point where you know they they're more interested in in following management like doctrine <laughs> or whatever than they are about anybody anything that actually has anything to do with making children's lives better in my situation which is teaching i'll give you an example too like to close with like even our, our own our own government understands these things that we're talking we're not talking like cartoon world we're, mm-hmm. we're talking realistic and i'll tell you, i'll give you an example it's just like one of my favorite departments and i wish the, the i wish it wasn't just for weapons of war but one of my favorite departments in the in uh u.s government that we you know our tax dollars go to is darpa mm-hmm. and i forget what the acronym means but what it is it's a def- it's a defense brain trust where we sit we literally pay like engineers and scientists to like sit in a room and they're just like come up with the craziest thing you can think of mm-hmm. like whatever it just throw spaghetti at the wall like see what see what sticks and so you've got these engineers and scientists coming up with like the craziest stuff and then it's all expected to fail but 
through that failure, we'll get something like the the Blackbird plane mm-hmm. or like the stealth bomber. And the only reason, <laughs> also, you'll get the F thirty five sometimes. Right, but I too. know like these are these are weapons of war and death and destruction. Yeah. But I mean, like the only way these ideas could come about of a plane that can't be detected mm-hmm. by radar or a plane that can go supersonic um, is because guys were just not worried about failing. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing it for a profit motive. They were just like, I'm going to design the craziest thing ever. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, we'll just regroup and try something else. Imagine if we ran our whole society like that, mm-hmm. where it's just like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like failure's fine. Failure, you're not going to die. No one's going to like, you're not going to starve. You're not going to be on like, think of something crazy, try it and fail, learn from it. And the, 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 the thing that's going to come out of that is going to change human society Mm -hmm. and it's just like if we ran our whole government like that if we ran the world like that there'd be no limit we'd be living in star trek by now like like, there'd be no (laughs) limit to what we could do but we refuse to do that would stacy abrams be the president of earth (laughs) it's like you give me another reason more nuclear cringe not like discovery I'll still watch. I'll watch it ten years from now and be like, "This is a really good underrated show." That I should have been, but yeah, Omega another cringe. reason not to watch Discovery. My so just to, to, to just to kind of lay it out, there's just this weird, and I, I do want to talk about this briefly. Sorry, Robert, but like I'm gonna give you so cringe poisoning. But um, so Stacey Abrams is the uh, like she was a um, candidate for governor years ago, and she literally did get that that position stolen from her mm-hmm. right and she's been like she's definitely somebody whose politics i don't have i don't share like her politics are not my politics um she's more towards the sort of like center for america she's actually a former board member of the center for american progress she's um um which is not a good organization by the way um near tandon's outfit um anyway she lost uh the election or she was the, the election was stolen it's very very good case that that was happening. But um, she appeared on Star Trek last week and it was like a couple days ago as the president of Earth, which like, just just to throw it out there to me, this is almost like a perfect example. And, and like libs are like celebrating that on like Twitter and like, yes, this is awesome or whatever. And it, 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 it tells to me that like they can look at a material loss and then like a cultural level victory and call that a dub. That's, that's the thing. That's that's the whole Democratic Party. Yeah. Not just, this dubs all the way back to the beginning of the show 55 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. That's the that's well, we want full Democratic circle. Party in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, we do have to get out of here. But before we do, windowsill pies. Profit, uh, support is provided by Windowsill Pies, a southern-style French-inspired New Orleans bakery located at 4714 Ferret Street. Open Wednesday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., serving sweet and savory whole pies, hand pies, breakfast pies, pie by the slice, and coffee. And now serving wine, beer, and mimosas with a happy hour Wednesday through Friday from 4 to 6. I want a pie. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds pretty good, good actually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, online ordering and delivery are available. More information at windowsillpies.com. Robert, any last words? Um, <laughs> don't invade my Elden Ring game. Okay, that's, all right. That's my that's my request. Wait, is PvP in there? There is, if you want it. Oh, no. If you look for it, they can just come in and just smash it. Leroy Jenkins is back, baby. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> and it's like i feel i'm like oh my god this is my culture this is me this is 